I appreciate the privilege of, of sharing the word of God with you just for a few minutes. And the verse that the Lord laid upon my heart is in Romans chapter 8 and the verse number 26. And I'll read the verse now, Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. There are two lines of thought in this verse, as I would just highlight them to you. There's first of all the infirmity of the saints, and there's secondly the intervention of the Spirit. The first part of the verse says, The, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. And so there's a reference there to the infirmities of believers. The word infirmities means weaknesses. And the context here in which we find this statement in verse 26 is that infirmity of the believer not knowing at times how to pray when we are facing trials and, and difficulties. Because earlier in the chapter, verse 18, we, talk, we read there about the sufferings of this present time. And so the Lord's people are very often a suffering people. They live in a world where there is affliction, there is trial, difficulties of many, many kinds. And on top of facing the afflictions, when we get down to prayer at times, we hardly know how to pray. We don't know what to say. And that is the specific infirmity that Paul actively mentions here. He does refer to infirmities, plural, but then he goes on to say, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. And so he's highlighting one specific infirmity that we all at times experience. So that's one thing that's here, one line of thought, the infirmity of the saints. But then, thank God, he goes on to say this, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And that's what I mean by referring to the intervention of the Spirit. And so what we find here is that uh, while we at times do not know what we should pray when we are facing trials and afflictions, we have this wonderful promise that the Holy Spirit is the one who enables us to pray even the most difficult hour, the most difficult situation. There are just a few thoughts about the intervention of the Holy Spirit. That's a, a thought I want you to just take on board today. The Holy Spirit intervenes. He comes alongside to help us. And he therefore enables us to pray even when there are those times we don't know how to pray or what to say. Notice the word helpeth. In the verse, it says, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. And the word helpeth is a word that means to aid, to help by support. The thought of support is there. And that word, the original word, is only used twice in the New Testament here. And then in Luke 10, verse 40. And I'm sure you all know the story there, the account there of Mary and Martha. The Lord was in the home at Bethany, 
and we notice Martha bustling about uh, with regard to providing for the Lord. She loved the Lord, of course, and wanted to provide for him. But she complained. She actually said to the Lord concerning Mary, bid her therefore that she help me. And there's the same word. The only other place it's used in the New Testament. And what was Martha asking for? That, uh, that Mary would actually assist her, support her in what she was doing that day in the home at Bethany. And so that's the sense of the word and it brings before us therefore a wonderful line of thought that the Holy Spirit intervenes in our situations when we don't know how to pray to give us assistance, to come along and support our souls, lift up our hearts and focus our minds upon the fact that uh, the Lord is in charge, the Lord's sovereign. This chapter has so much about that. The next verse will go on to tell us that all things work together for good to them that love God. And so in many, many ways, the Holy Spirit does assist us as we find ourselves even at times incapable of praying. There is assistance. Then there is his advocacy. It says here that he maketh intercession for us. And the word intercession means to act on a person's behalf, to act as an advocate. And we have the word advocate in the New Testament. In 1 John 2 verse 1, we have an advocate with God, Jesus Christ the righteous. It's the same word as the word comforter in John's gospel, where the Holy Spirit is called the comforter. And so the Spirit of God acts on our behalf as an advocate. Christ is such, of course, in heaven. That's the sense of the word uh, here where it speaks of intercession, someone acting as an advocate. And really the thought is this, an advocate who tells his clients what to say, because this is actually a legal term, the, the original word. It signifies advocacy. And in a court of law, a lawyer, uh, we call them solicitors over here in Northern Ireland. But if he's a good advocate, a good lawyer, he'll go alongside his client and he'll tell that person what to say. And that's the idea here. The Holy Spirit, the one who helps us, assists us, does so by acting as our advocate, exercising advocacy in our very hearts, because that's what it says. He maketh intercession, and then verse 27 says, he that searcheth the hearts, and notice that, the theater where the Holy Spirit operates is actually in the hearts of the Lord's people. Now, we have an advocate in heaven. That's Christ. He's our great high priest. He prays for us in heaven, but the Holy Spirit actually works in our hearts to show us, to lead us, to teach us what we should say when we come before God. And then you also have the third thought here, the agony. And I'm just a little reading it for you. You might be able to remember it more easily. Uh, I trust. It says, he makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. And that could be read wordless groans. And what it's saying, brethren and sisters, is sometimes the going is so tough 
sometimes the afflictions are so heavy that we can't actually find the words that we would like to use in prayer. But the Holy Spirit touches our hearts and it may be nothing more than a groan, a sigh. And the other thing is that the word that's translated here, groanings, is the word that's used of Christ in Mark 7, 34, where it says, and looking up to heaven, he sighed. The Lord simply sighed, but it was a prayer. And today you might sigh, you might groan within yourself, you might even shed a tear, or maybe especially in private prayer, as your heart is burdened and overwhelmed. But the wonderful thing is the Lord can read your heart, he sees your tears, he can decipher your groans as they're placed there by the Holy Spirit. And he can uh, come alongside, therefore, to hear your cry in that sense and answer your prayers. And then finally, there's a thought here of agreement. Because in verse 27, where Paul extends this statement, and he's really dealing with the same concept in verse 27, it says, He that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Or as it could be read, according to God. And there's the agreement. And notice that when the Holy Spirit moves us to pray, we are going to be in agreement with God because the will of the flesh will be set aside. The will of man will be uh, discarded as the Spirit comes upon us in the place of prayer. And we will pray in a fashion where we're actually, where we are actually in agreement with God Himself. That's a marvelous thing. But it shows to us today the supernatural element that's in these verses and the supernatural, supernatural work of the Holy Spirit to come upon our hearts, to lead us in prayer, to give us the very thoughts to pray, the groans to, to, um, to fill our hearts and, and, and the cries that, that we emit from our souls. And I pray and I trust that this little prayer talk will encourage you all. I don't know any of you except Stephen here, uh, but I'm sure like me, you all have your burdens, you have your trials, your difficulties, and your challenges. And we need to pray. But here's the help that we can have by the Spirit of God and me. The Lord bless the word to all of your hearts.